For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's up, my brother? How are you, my brother? How are you? Good morning to you, sir. Happy Friday to you. Good morning. Happy Friday. Uh, I wanted to start. You sent a letter. I talked about it on the show last night, a letter to the State Board of Education about critical race theory um, and how it should not be implemented, as you said, uh, in a Peach State com- curriculum. Um, this is a kind of three-part question, but it's really quick before we you know, get into the re-election campaign, which I'm sure this is part of. But, but why do you think this is a bad thing for our schools? Well... You know, first of all, it's being pushed at the national level, Shelley, and I I believe, you know, in local control in almost every instance with schools. And, you know, I've really tried to stand by that. Georgia does know how best to educate their children and what the curriculum should be. And I've always believed that education at the local level and state level is a whole lot better than a one-size-fits-all national policy that's being driven by, quite honestly, a liberal agenda in Washington, D.C. And in Georgia, as you know, we've got a, you know, a constitutional officer that's elected statewide school superintendent. We have a state board of education, um, and I appoint those members, and they're the ones that are really working on setting the curriculum and, and giving the options for our locals to teach, and that's why I sent the letter to have them weigh in. And I've heard, you know, I've obviously heard a lot of concern around the state on this issue, from parents, educators, administrators, and others that are getting getting pressured. And, you know, I, I know the state school board wants to weigh in on this issue. They're concerned about it as well, and we look forward to them doing that in the near future. So, so your letter was mainly just, hey, this is my opinion. You guys are constitutionally, you guys do what you got to do, do what you're constitutionally supposed to do. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, and I think that's a good step. Um, in regards to where we are to make sure that there's, you know, the proper input into this issue. I mean, I've been working on this a lot. You know, I had a lot of people wanting me to take action for several weeks now, but I, I've learned on these issues it's it's smart to be thoughtful and make sure you understand what you're doing. And I, I think the appropriate place, at least right now, I mean, I'm keeping any options that I have open, but I think right now the proper place is to let the state school board um, weigh in on this issue. They've obviously been hearing from a lot of people as well. That'll be a public venue where the public can be involved in that process, and it would be transparent. I think that's a good way to go uh, I, I, with where we are right now. And I totally agree. Um, last night, Cherokee County voted not to uh, have it as part of their curriculum. So would you you would say that if an APS or Cobb County Schools or DeKalb County Schools, Decatur Schools, um, wanted to do it, it's okay because that's the local decision? Well, I think that's what the state school board's for is to set the curriculum and the options for teaching at the local level. That's why I think the proper venue is for the state school board to uh, have debate and dialogue on this issue. All right. Thank you, my brother. I wanted to start with that because it just happened yesterday. So we're in re-election mode. I've been waiting for this for about a year now, and I'm so excited. Um, Are you excited? 
Oh, man, we're excited. It's like uh, Marty and the girls always say, we're our best when we're on the road. I'm traveling today uh, all over the state. We've done that a lot in the last several weeks, and we're going to be continuing to do that over the next year and a half or so, and uh, really excited about it. Uh, so you, you, Vernon Jones is running against you. Um, can you uh, you're allowed right now to empty your whole advertising campaign of attack ads on Vernon. How would those sound? Well, listen, I'm not concerned about any other candidates. You know, Shelly, I've taken the approach for a long time, like a lot of other people in politics. There's only two ways to run, unopposed and scared. And I know I'm not going to be unopposed. And I'm <laughs> running scared. I'm running hard. And But, but I'm also going to be running on what I told people I would do. I told people I'd put hard work in Georgians first ahead of the status quo. And I told them I was frustrated with politicians that would say one thing on the campaign trail and do another when they're in office. So I'm looking forward, at least the first part of this campaign, as we're getting back engaged and getting on the road, is reminding people that the agenda that we had uh, back in 2019 when I first took office, that we've completed almost every part of that agenda and reminding people about you know, the conservative fights that we have picked and implemented and uh, fulfilling other promises, whether it's health care, the economy, education, keeping people safe, and just letting them know that I have delivered on those promises. And our state has been through a lot. We're very resilient with a global pandemic that nobody knew was coming. But as we come out of that, we've got to get back on that agenda and keep our state moving forward and develop, you know, what we want to be and what we're going to do in the future. And I'll be talking about that a lot as well, because, look, I believe that you need to give people a reason to vote for you. Yes, sir. And that's what I'm planning on doing. Yes, sir. I agree wholeheartedly. So you're going to just leave it up the word on the street and Shelly Winter to be the attack dogs for on Vernon. Is that is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> Well, I, I'll let you say that. I, I love word on the street. Uh, you know, I, right now I'm, I'm uh, planning on staying positive and, and telling word on the street uh, about the positive things I've done, whether it's, you know, trying to go after street racing in Metro Atlanta, passing over 50 health care bills, uh, making Georgia the number one state in the country for business eight years in a row. Shelly, our unemployment rate in Georgia's dropped, I think, now for 12 months in a row. I know for sure it's at least been 11. Yep, it and is 12. A- people- AP News just uh, re- uh, released that, I think, yesterday, 12 straight months of, of declining unemployment. Yeah, like how many states can say that during the middle of the global pandemic? So we got to keep chopping, as we say, and, and continue to give all Georgians, no matter what their zip code, uh, great opportunities. You know, strengthening rural Georgia, rural broadband, our infrastructure, you know, airport, ports, and other things. We have a great story to tell. We've got to keep it going. Well, what would you give yourself as a letter grade if you were grading yourself on the job that you've done in your first term? Well, the grade I'm going to get, Shelly, is going to be in the election. I've been a firm believer of not trying to grade myself but letting people grade me on my job performance. And that's really, you know, part of this campaign, at least early, is going to be reminding people that, look, I told you I was going to do this, and this is exactly what I've done. And uh, because of that and what we want to do in the future, you know, if you think I've done a good job and you want to give me a good grade, I'd be honored to have your vote. 
Um, we have had, you know, I was at the Cobb County uh, breakfast. Gwinnett had some meetings. A lot of Cobb County, I'm sorry, a lot of state um, state GOP county organizations are pushing these resolutions. I totally disagree. I think they're useless. I think we need to get back on task of knocking on doors and, and, and canvassing. But they're doing these things. What message do you have to these county or GOP organizations? Um, just blanket, not blanket, but a, but a message to them regarding going backwards versus going forwards? Well, listen, I've been, you know, out and about. Marty and the girls have, too. I've spoken to, you know, multiple Republican Party meetings. We went to three district conventions. I went to two. Marty and Amy Porter covered uh, the ninth for me, and we got great reception there. You know, you do have a a small minority of people that are pushing these things and, and people that have an agenda, whatever that agenda may be. That's always been the case, and Republican Party politics, I've been a part of that for 20 years. But I think my message to those folks are are the same. A lot of them, you know, there's been a lot of misinformation out there about what I could and couldn't do in my role as governor and, you know, not being the Secretary of State anymore or not being in some other office that we are constitutionally mandated to, to have in Georgia. And, you know, being able to explain my position and what the truth is, uh, I think will help with a lot of these folks. They haven't had the opportunity to, to hear me on that, but also reminding them about the conservative agenda, you know, the fight that we put up with the heartbeat bill, you know, the major league baseball thing, Shelly, you and I've talked a lot about that. You covered that. People were outraged about that, but it's no different from what we faced after passing the heartbeat bill and standing up to the, to Holly, the Hollywood elites, not necessarily the folks here, but the Hollywood elites and the actors that don't even live in Georgia that wanted to boycott our state. I never wavered then. And look where we are. We're the number one film state in the country. While California was shut down, uh, we were booming here in Georgia because we worked with the film industry to implement COVID practices and support their ability to do the same with a, without a lot of government interference to keep that industry open and thriving in Georgia. And People just need to be reminded that I'm a fighter and I'm going to continue to fight. And, you know, we did that standing up to Major League Baseball. We did that standing up to all the criticism from Stacey Abrams and Joe Biden and the rest of the radicals around the country about our elections bill. Our bill makes it easy to vote and hard to cheat. And that's the truth. And people know that now because I push back so hard. And we just got to continue to remind people of that. Speaking of that, I saw the uh, ad. Uh, I just actually reshared it on my Facebook page. It's a powerful opening ad, so congratulations on that. This last question, I know you got to go, and I, and I appreciate the time, and I appreciate you coming on at the start of the campaign, coming on the show with us. Um, this this question is more personal. Um, uh, you and I are brothers. I love you to death. I think, I, as you said, I agree you've done a wonderful job, but even beyond that, you've always been um, a good friend to me. Um, um, beyond the politics, just a friend. And, and you, you know, you've been there for me when I, I needed a, a voice or an ear to talk to. And I've always appreciated that. Um, but what this question here is when when African-American Democrats, especially Democrats, call me names, uh, Uncle Tom and all these kinds of names. I just simply laugh because I think it's funny. But I know who you are and I know in your heart who you are as a man um, and as a, as my brother. Um, you're a very good man. What does it do to you, your emotions in those quiet moments when you hear people call you racist and, and ugly names like that? Well, Shelly, it's kind of like on the 
on the Senate Bill 202 interviews I did, you know, I looked in the camera and I told people the truth. I, I answered every single question and also looked in that camera and said, somebody's lying to you here and it's not me. And uh, I know I'm not a racist. I know I'm not a voter suppressor. And I've just learned in politics, you got to be a happy warrior. You know, no, nobody wants to vote for candidates they don't like. And, you know, that's it's as much about that as it is about your policies and politics. Because sometimes people are going to disagree on things. But if you have a good explanation for why you're doing something or why you didn't do something, and you tell people that even if they disagree, most of them can live with that. But they also want you to be a good person and know that, you know, regardless of disagreements or not, that you have the state's best interests at heart. And I do. And I, I know that's what the truth is. And I'm very comfortable with that. And, uh, you know, this goes to a question I did um, with the predominantly African-American radio audience. And one of the interviewers asked me, said, you know, a lot of our listeners think you don't like black women. And I just did like you, Shelly. You know, I laughed and then I went into talking about my record of appointing the first African-American Superior Court judge in Gwinnett County and appointing the being the first Republican governor that appointed an African-American female to the state court of appeals and uh, the first Asian female to the Georgia Supreme Court, diversifying the many boards that we have. As you know, uh, you know, people have seen the press releases of the individuals I've pointed to high profile boards and boards that people don't even know exist, making those boards look like what our state looks like. And, you know, I've been doing that long before I was governor. I had a record of doing that in the Secretary of State's office and all the way back to as a small business owner in a construction company where I've literally worked with anybody that you can imagine uh, at all levels of a construction site from running a shovel to a backhoe to, you know, being in a bank boardroom. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. My man, love you to death, brother. Good luck to all of us. Um, and you know, you know, you got a home here on word in the street and have a wonderful day and God bless you, Governor Kemp. Hey, God bless Shelly. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.